On this episode of Breast Cancer is Boring. We'll do it. We'll do it right here. Don't <laughs> test me on this. I'll do it. Yeah, so I guess I won't try cocaine. Suppressing ovarian and testicular steroidogenesis. <laughs> I just got distracted by the, the term pee hole. Yes. Only, or only, only four, four times? times a night. I'm not used to it and I can't handle it, okay? And my ovaries are practically shriveled raisins. Right. So let's just <laughs> let's just go there. No. Baby, I don't want to die either. <laughs> I don't wanna die. Oh yeah. Welcome to Breast Cancer is Boring, a podcast about breast cancer with Jocelyn and Lauren. Whether you have breast cancer or any other kind of cancer or you're just a weirdo who's super <laughs> cancer curious. Welcome. We hope you enjoy. Because breast cancer is boring, but we and you are interesting. I love it. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Welcome to breast cancer. Welcome to breast cancer is boring. Episode three. Yeah, yeah. Season four. Season four. Nice, nice one. I like that. (laughs) I like how you whispered into the mic just now. Um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. We are going to be talking about drugs. <laughs> Always a fun subject. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's start with announcements. Countdown to chemical freedom. This is, uh, of course, my countdown to when I can come off all of these uh, hormone blockers that I'm on so I don't get cancer again. And we're at 397 days until my estrogen runs free and my body is lifted out of the mire, out of the muck out of the refuse of I'm not menopause. sure that no? it not, works that way. It doesn't work that way? I mean, not to burst your bubble, okay. but it might take some time what? for... I mean, because, you know, it's like it's like a very small child having to learn to ride the bike. And they have to, you know, crawl before they walk and walk before they run. Oh, God. So I do not I just don't think learn. it's like a... Which okay. it's not really a it's switch. It's not just going to be like day the, zero, come off the meds. Day next, feel amazing. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't think so. Also, I don't want to find out what hormonal crawling is. I, right. I feel like I've been through that in, in my early teens, and I don't want to relive that. <laughs> I don't have to go through puberty again, so, do I? No, no, because, okay, so... As some may know, I still have my ovaries and, yes. but they, I don't think they function. Okay. I don't think my ovaries function because, you know, all the suppression. Yeah. So maybe, um, but I do have to say, like, I don't really get hot flashes like as bad as I did before, mm. but you know, I'm not on anything that like boosts my estrogen. Um, right. Cause that would but, be counterintuitive. Right. Yeah. That, right. It really gets it's almost, upset about that. It's like almost illegal, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, just try to like get it, estrogen. It, it, just try it. No, it it's feels not gonna like that, though. Oh, yeah. No, it, oh, feel, yeah. It, it, it feels like that's like, like a law that you would be breaking. It's absolute you... contraband. You have to like order it from another country. <laughs> you have to like Skype a doctor yeah. in a completely like different, like a day different time yeah. zone. Is anybody uh, crossing the border anytime soon? Yeah. Somebody get me some estrogen. I'll tell you what, when I go to Paris next month, I'll see if I can nab <gasps> some. Yeah. 
that real good Parisian <laughs> pharmacy estrogen, I hear that's the best kind to get. Yeah. That's why those women nice. always look so good. Um, speaking, Definitely. speaking of Paris, countdown to Paris, 24 days. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. By the time this episode comes out, 24 days. I... I'm going to do a whole do a whole B-side about it, but long story short, I'm very excited. I'm having a very hard time not purchasing an entire new wardrobe for this trip and justifying it. Um, right. I have bought no clothes for this trip. I am just wearing things that are already in my closet that I love, and I think that's the best advice to anyone who's going on yes. like a big trip. And also, my sister just sent me a link to a clothing company called Wild Fang, Okay. And I want everything. I want every single piece of clothing. So I'm having a really hard time. I'm hoping to distract myself enough that I don't just buy all of that because um, I also have to okay. live. So right. anyway. So um, is this some sort of expensive brand? It's not expensive. It's mm. really not. But it's like okay. they've managed to do what I have been asking for for so long, and that is take performance yes. fabric Okay. And turn it into clothing that looks amazing and looks professional, but also looks so cool. Like, I don't know. It's like something. It's like you're going to be sending me the link after it's this. It's like I'm going to be sending you the link after this, and you're going to see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so and excited. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Um, next announcement. We've been nominated for an award. <gasps> podcasting award. Oh my gosh, I am so honored. Well, yeah. I'm so honored. I also am honored. It's such a surprise. Uh, I really didn't expect to be nominated. Um, it's a pleasure just to be nominated. Um, I guess when I nominated us, I just didn't expect it to happen, oh. and here we are. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's the Sonic Bloom Awards run by She Podcasts, and we have been nominated, uh, again, by me, uh, in three categories. Helping Hand, which is a podcast that kind of gives information helpful to the listeners i guess dynamic duo because the two of us yes together mm, yep. and best intro because that is our original music our original sound yep. like it's just original and i think it's the best so we've been nominated so keep up with this podcast to find out if we win uh because that is the point of being nominated for something if i don't win i will be crushed and i may cry Live on air. Um, next announcement: We have an email. Email us. Yes. Send us an email. Ooh, Someone else has already done this one, and we loved it. Uh, so, breast cancer is boring at gmail.com. Also, leave us an Apple podcast review. Um, yes. We need your validation. We need yes. five stars. We need specifics. Like, what is it that you really like about this show? Because, you know. We're and here what for do you. you want us to talk about? And what do you want us to talk about? Because we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. Okay. Yes. All right. 100%. I, I'm serious. We'll do it. We'll do it right here. Don't <laughs> test me on this. I'll do it. Sorry, that came across really threatening. I didn't mean it. That was a little aggressive. Yeah. A little aggressive. Yeah. I'm going to try mm. a new tactic and see if I can, okay. you know, uh, okay. get dominate someone into doing what I want them to do. Um, so. Last announcement, 
You're not going to want to miss our next episode because coming up on the mm. next episode is Jenny, a.k.a. at Shudluck on Instagram and TikTok. And if you are not aware of Jenny and if you don't follow her, again, at Shudluck on Insta and TikTok, you are missing out. This is some high-quality content, and you should really check her out, and she'll be on the show next episode. So it's going to be- I'm so excited. It's going to be pretty great. It's going to be really, really good. So- on to today's show. We're talking about drugs. But, drugs. But not the fun kind, unfortunately. Unfortunately. We're, we're talking about prescriptions. We're talking okay. about drugs we take because we don't want to die. Right. Yeah. Y- yeah. I don't want to die, Lauren. <laughs> don't want to die. I don't want to die. So I take my meds, even it's though uh, I don't like them. I don't like them. They don't make me feel great. Okay. Uh, nice. I'm sure there are drugs out there that would make me feel great, but um, these are not it. So I thought for the purposes of being transparent, did you just read down in the outline and see what I wrote? Okay. 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 So <laughs> I sure did for the audience out there. Lauren is a very busy and important woman who is a full-time no. parent, a full-time spouse, a full-time like boss. And, and I don't mean that like in a metaphorical way. I mean, like she has people who, that she employs. She's also looking into being an entrepreneur and she's also a podcaster. And so sometimes I, that is when I do, I, these I do outlines, have a lot of hats, you wear a lot of, these are all the hats and you wear a lot of mm-hmm. bold lip. And also you did mention you did your brows in a different way today. I, and they look, do amazing. they look different? Yeah. They look really good. I mean, they always look good, but like, what are you? Do- Could you just? What are you doing? What? Are, what? Are, what is this brow game? This was a little bit more of like, um, instead of a regular pencil, this is more like a. It's almost like an eyeliner, but a really, really, really fine tip where you can just kind of draw on, the eyebrow, really? um, like individually, so it looks a little bit more. Um, I think it looks a little bit more natural than the, uh, you know, the 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 filled in brows so is it is it more like a pen than a pencil that kind yes yeah i just go you know cvs and or walgreens or you know wherever that sells um make it by the bundle Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and i just grab a bunch that look interesting or maybe like if it's a different color that i'm not sure that i wanted to try or not especially in a lip color i i don't like to spend a lot of money on stuff that i'm not sure i'm gonna like or not yeah so that's what I did. Dude, insider tip. That's amazing. Um, conversely, you can also just like wake up, uh, splash your face with water, reapply your moisturizer, and decide you're not wearing makeup today, even though mm. you decided at the beginning of season four that you were going to present yourself in the best possible light. You were going to do your makeup. Mm. You were going to wear a different outfit for the podcast. And then look at this. By uh, episode three, you've decided... Too much effort. Mm. I just need to show up. <laughs> is that, I appreciate the show is up. That me? Am I talking about me? Yeah. I just, today I can't. Today That's I can't. That's okay. And it's not that I didn't have enough time. I had plenty of time. I had plenty of time. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I get it. So if there's a drug get it. for me to, um, well, we'll get into it. 
I I need okay. a I need a drug that like motivates me to do the things that I need to be doing in my life. And I think that's cocaine. And I think I'm not allowed to have. <gasps> oh that. no. Yeah. Yeah. I I highly yeah. don't recommend that mm. at all. I don't either. It's a really bad drug. I mean. Aside from the whole ethical issue of it ruining entire neighborhoods uh, in Mexico, it also is like a very powerful vasoconstrictor uh, Mm. and can cause, I mean, things as little as persistent nosebleeds to actual like cardiac uh, problems, so... So I've heard. Yeah, so I guess I won't try cocaine, but there are other drugs I am on. So let's talk about those. I've broken it down do into it. what I take like monthly, weekly, daily. Uh, so you have a monthly, you have a monthly, oh, an injection. Yes. So monthly. Okay, I'm with you there. Monthly, mm-hmm. I get Gocerolin injection. Oh. Did I look up my, I haven't heard of that. My, my dosage? I did not. I did not look it up. Uh, someone specifically asked me to look it up and then I didn't. Um, so now I'm going to attempt to do that so that I can, uh, tell them how much it is, but I don't, I actually don't even know if the dose changes. And here's the deal. (laughs) I, I am a nurse. I Mm -hmm. regularly have to calculate dosages in a very Mm -hmm. fast paced environment. I'm talking, uh, narcotics. I'm talking other controlled substances. I'm talking vasopressors. I'm talking like all kinds of medications. When it comes to my meds, I'm like, well, I don't know. Uh, I take one of those. They're like, well, what's mm-hmm. the dosage? And I'm like, <laughs> I could be better as a patient is what I'm saying. Okay, so I take- I'm with you. I take uh, Gocerolin. But yes. I, I think that most people don't read or remember what dosage they're like. If they're like, okay, I take one pill. You know, like, yeah. or my right. doc says take two. Right. But you don't know, like, I think that that's pretty normal. Yeah. Well, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. should I hold myself to a higher standard since I've literally been a nurse for uh, 11 years and I've been in the healthcare space for 16? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> However, I am going to give you a dosage. So monthly, I get an injection. Uh, through a garden hose, because it is quite a large injection, um, in my ass, which a lot of people get it in their sub-Q tissue in their stomach, but because I've had a deep flap reconstruction, um, I get it in my ass. It's not really my ass. It's like above, right above my ass, where like that Mm -hmm. saddleback is, the good stuff, like the part of me you would eat first. Um, And so Gocerlin, also called Zolodex, and I believe my dosage is 3.6 milligrams uh Mm. roughly every 28 days and the way that this works and i'm going to read from my apocrates app which i think is an app anyone can have it's called apocrates and it is a way to look up medications and just get actual manufacturer information and nothing squirrely like you would get from webmd but under mechanism of action It says, inhibits gonadotropin release, suppressing ovarian and testicular steroidogenesis. Which is a fancy way of saying it it inhibits your ovaries 
or your testicles, depending on which you have, or if you have both, from producing the hormone that is leading to the problem. For me, it's like estrogen and progesterone. Um, for individuals with prostate cancer, for example, that's going to be a different slightly different mechanism, but this is something that people with breast cancer, endometriosis, prostate cancer, um, take. So that's very interesting. Isn't it? Very interesting. It is. It's it's, a human body. It's a very interesting thing. Mm. Um, -hmm. I don't take any, uh, drugs weekly unless you count alcohol. (laughs) Cheers. Which I typically have a drink, I mean, technically, alcohol is a drug, so I guess I'll include that. Sure. I would say two to three times a week, I'll have a beer or a wine or a cocktail. Six to eight ounces. uh, To 16 ounces if it's a beer. Six to eight if it's like a cocktail or two, a glass of wine or two. I have one right now. Actually, I'm drinking champagne with some fruit juice poured into it. That sounds fantastic. Yes. It's very good. Uh, I enjoy it. It's my weekend. I go back to work tomorrow for a couple of days, for a couple of shifts, and then I'm off again. And so it's just like a nice, feels bougie. It feels like a little treat. Um, Am I supposed to be drinking alcohol on some of the meds that I'm on that we'll get into? No. Am I supposed to not drink to lower my recurrence or possibility of recurrence for um, breast cancer? Yes. Uh, have I made it clear that I don't want to die? Yes. But at some point, you just have to make concessions where you can. So right. I won't do cocaine. Do what's right for you. Yep. No cocaine. But I am going to have a glass of wine or two a week. And that is just going to have to be the way it is. Because as much as I don't want to die, I also do want to live. And yeah. those are two very different sediments, I feel. I agree. So, moving on to my daily medications. These are pills and things I have to take every day, and it annoys me. Okay. Do you, it annoys me. Uh, Let's go. Do you know what really annoys me, though? Uh-oh. I just put a pill organizer in my Target cart, uh. in my virtual Target cart. A pill organizer. Okay, so I've had one of those before, and I know how you feel. Like, especially when you have one that has, like, multiple, not just all the days of the week, but then you've got AM and PM. Girl, I got <laughs> so the it's AM like, and PM like one. It's, yeah, it's like a book. <laughs> I tried so hard to get all of my pills to one time a day. And mm-hmm. it's not working because there's one pill I have to take in the morning, and that's my famotidine. Yeah. So I used to be on omeprazole. Just constantly. Mm. And my, yes. And the pharmacist that I work with was like, why are you on omeprazole? Like, how long have you been on omeprazole? I said, oh, like two years. And she's like, oh, that's not, that's not intended for you to be on. Oh, no, you're, for two years. No, you're supposed to do it like 14 days. Right. Right. And then get off of it. But I just stayed on it because it was working. So, um, oh. whoopsies. Anyway, that's Prilosec and that's a heavy, heavy hitter. And so she convinced me to switch over to Famotidine and what I had which to do. Which is like Pepsid. Yes. Which is like, mm-hmm. you know, and what I had to do is I had to take, I had to like 
I would go every other day. I would take my omeprazole, and then the in-between day, I would take famotidine twice a day. And then I finally got to the point where I was just doing famotidine, doing it twice a day for a couple of weeks, and then I went to once a day. And I found that if I take famotidine in the evening, it does not work as well as when I take it in the morning on an empty stomach before breakfast, which is how you're supposed to take it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I take 20 milligrams, just to be very specific about that. And that, of course, is a proton pump inhibitor, and it decreases heartburn. That's what that's for. Because, again, I'm old. Mm-hmm. And heartburn can erode your esophagus and you can develop fissures. Um, That's true. Aside from, you know, the feeling of, of discomfort and pain, which can be pretty extreme. We've had, you know, people have thought they were having heart attacks and all they were having yes. was intense it's heartburn. heartburn. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is my AM medication that I can't, I can't switch it to PM. I wish I could. So that is a pill. Um, I also do a nasal spray twice a day because my allergies are constant and mm. pretty uh, uh, bad. And uh, it's essentially the Costco generic of Flonase is what it is. So, uh, PM medications. The first, of course, is anastrozole, one milligram. Anastrozole, um, it is... Mechanism of action for anastrozole, it inhibits enzymatic androgen conversion to estrogen, reducing hormone receptor positive cancer cell growth. So it is technically in the subclass of aromatase inhibitors, which Mm -hmm. your androgens, okay, you've got two kidneys, right? And they kind of sit in the back there. And then they've got these two tubes that connect to your bladder. And then your bladder drains through your pee hole, which is called a urethra. And that's a little tube. That, I guess it exits your pee hole. Uh, but that, that whole tube from the bladder to the pee hole opening is the urethra. Why did I start talking about that? Oh, yeah. On top of your... <laughs> I just got distracted by the, the term pee hole. Uh, on top of your kidneys sits mm-hmm. your adrenal glands. And your adrenal mm-hmm. glands are, are mostly responsible for hormone production. So in individuals with a uterus and ovaries, your uterus is, is making hormones, your ovaries are making hormones, and your androgens, yeah. your, your adrenal glands are making hormones as well. So I wish I had a uterus. I wish you did too. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want you to die. No, baby. I don't want to die either. <laughs> I don't want to die. Oh, yeah. I want Mariah Carey to re-record that song. And, like, all the words are about not dying of breast cancer. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. It's, it's stuck in my head. Like, I can't get it out of my head. I keep. Do you do that? Do you take songs and then change the words to fit the situation? Um... Okay, that's a no. Uh, I do it constantly. Not, not really. No, seriously. I mean, yes, you sometimes, do. but like, I mean, Rudy and I, like, we sing SpongeBob's Goofy Goober song. Okay. <laughs> so right. don't get me started on the Goofy Goober song. What's the Goofy Please? Goober song? Nope. Just nope. give me one line. We're not going to go there. One line. <laughs> one line. Come on. He says, I'm a Goofy Goober. No, he doesn't say it. 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't say he it. Sings it. He sings it. How does he sing it? Just say, just sing oh. one line. I I don't know. We actually have to get Rudy in the room to do it. Okay. I'm sure he would. Well, you've made a That'll promise be. to me now. You're going to have to come through. Mm-hmm. Evening medications. An all so that I don't get breast cancer again. And again, I'm taking it because, like you, Lauren, we had hormone positive breast cancers. Not all breast cancers are hormone positive. If you have a... Yeah. Uh, Hormone negative breast cancers, you don't have to take these medications. Now, right. you also have other stuff that makes that specific diagnose, by diagnosis pretty shitty, but you don't have to take these medications. Um, right. The second evening medication that I pour out of the bottle into my little hand is Effexor. Effexor. Let me tell you something. Effexor has changed my life. Really? Absolutely. I learned about uh, Effexor from Jasmine. S- oh, Jazz, I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. Jasmine Sewers, I okay. believe is how you say her name. And she's on Instagram. And, and I DM'd her, and she just, like, gave me so much information about being on this drug and also coming off of it when she ended her anti-hormone therapy. Jazz glows through it. That's J-A-S-G-L-O-W-S-T-H-R-U-I-T. And she does glow through it. She absolutely does. And she has a level of style that is, I, it's damn impressive is what it is. And she awesome. did a series talking about coming off Effexor and how difficult that was. And then I DM'd her and she just gave me such great advice. And I was so afraid to go on this medication. So the reason I went on it, the reason Jazz went on it was to manage uh, the hot flashes and some of the other, uh, predominantly the hot flashes, but there are other symptoms that come with suppressing your estrogen specifically. Mm -hmm. And, it has a lot to do with mood, and it has a lot to do with uh, the hot flashes, which also in turn affect your mood. I was waking up with three to four hot flashes every night, and I mean like intense hot flashes. I wasn't waking mm-hmm. up soaked, but I'd wake up like right before I had one. And just being woken up four times in a night mm, to someone who doesn't have children is unacceptable. Yeah. Okay? Right. <laughs> I know this Those sounds normal do, to parents. You're like, oh... Yes. Only, or only, only four, four times? times a night. I'm not used to it and I can't handle it. Okay. And then there. three to four times during the day, you know, I will be in the middle of my work day, which is intense anyway. And having a hot flash while you're trying to do chest compressions or having a hot flash while you're trying to be focused in your work, it's really disruptive. Yeah. And I just got to the point where I was so frustrated. I had been offered Effexor before by my previous oncologist, and I kind of put it out of my mind. And I don't know why I did that. Because what what Effexor is, what it actually is meant to treat, is it's an anxiolytic. It's a Mm non-benzodiazepine serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. So it's an SNRI, which is similar to an SSRI, which is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which means basically that it it doesn't create more serotonin or norepinephrine, which is are the feel-good, some of the feel-good chemicals in your brain. There's dopamine as well, but that serves kind of a different purpose. But these are the good feels chemicals for 
lack of a more nuanced discussion about it. And what these medications do, it leaves mm-hmm. more of that chemical in your brain than it otherwise oh, would. Okay. So it doesn't cause you to make more of it, but it just gets rid of less of it, essentially. Okay. So, that makes sense. Right? So it sort of like suppresses the release of it. Right. Or, or it, it, it's of. a reuptake inhibitor so instead of like taking that chemical and being like you've got enough of that we're just gonna put this back where it was where you can't access it it leaves Mm -hmm. more of it in the brain so interesting yeah it's they're very interesting and they're very helpful for people with anxiety incredibly helpful for Mm -hmm. people with depression things like that and that Mm -hmm. is what effects are is is meant for however it is also used to treat hot flashes for people who are taking these aromatase inhibitors. Um, And I started taking, so I take 37.5 milligrams, which a full dose of Effexor is 75 milligrams. You start with 37.5 and then you build up to 75. Mm -hmm. And I never had to go to 75. I am getting such good results with 37.5 that I haven't had to... Uh, move up to 75 yet I may have to though the benefits are I literally almost never have a hot flash oh wow and I was used to having eight up to eight in a 24-hour period yeah and I almost never get them now and and I can't express like what a relief that is it's just such a relief and I don't know why outside of the way I was brought up to believe that any pharmaceuticals that had to do with like depression and anxiety were like something to be scared of because depression and anxiety wasn't real and you should be stronger and you should be able to moderate that with prayer and the Lord. (laughs) Oh, I'm still finding out these prejudices I have in my brain. I would never tell someone else, you know what? You don't need to take an antidepressant. You should just trust the Lord. Um, I would never say that to someone else. I would never think poorly of someone who's an anti. I would bet you if you surveyed the number of people in the U.S. alone, especially post-pandemic, that are on some kind of anxiolytic or antidepressant, it's going to be like somewhere in the 80 percents. Because God, who couldn't benefit? And I'm telling you, outside of the hot flashes, I don't know if I'm getting some of the antidepressant effects, but I certainly do feel better. I... Very generally, and it might be that I'm getting more sleep and it might be that I'm not being plagued by this symptom because every time I got a hot flash, it wasn't just the discomfort of it. It wasn't just the sweating through my clothes. It wasn't just the feeling like I was suffocating in a mask that I have to wear constantly at work. It was like, oh, remember you have breast cancer? Remember how you had breast cancer? Oh, you feel Mm -hmm. good now, but remember breast cancer? Like every time (laughs) that hot flash was just like a neon sign. And the glow from mm. it was heating me from the inside out and reminding me that, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the elimination of that reminder and those symptoms and the sleep that I'm getting or if I'm actually getting like also the anti-anxiolytic uh, benefits. I, I Either way, I don't care. Uh, because the effect is such that, like, I feel so much better and I feel so much more prepared. I can take, like, disruption in my life so much better now. I can take, like, what is it called? Uh, 
distress distress tolerance. Mm. My distress mm-hmm. tolerance is higher. That's good. Yeah. And I know some of that is me just changing my life and moving to a different mm-hmm. place and doing a different job, but like this has improved it just so much more. So effects are 37.5 if you're having hot flashes from your aromatase inhibitor and you don't want to have those anymore and you don't have other contraindications and you just mention it to your doctor and see what they think about it. Uh, I'm not giving you advice. I'm just saying what's working for me. I also take cetrazine, which is Mm -hmm. like Claritin or whatever. It's for allergies because, again, my allergies are pretty rancid. I'm allergic to everything, like legit. I was tested, and I'm allergic to every single fucking thing in the whole world. And then I'm also— My little guy takes that too. Does he? Good job, Mm -hmm. little guy. I'll go Mm -hmm. back and forth between cetrazine and the off-brand Zyrtec, which I don't know what that's called exactly, Mm -hmm. but they're like each 10 milligrams, I think. And Mm -hmm. they essentially do the same thing. And you're supposed to rotate them like every year or whatever. So I do that. They're very, very cheap too to buy, um, which is nice. And then I am on, it's over the counter too. Uh, But spironolactone, 50 milligrams. Oh. Yeah. So that is a actually a a potassium sparing diuretic that a lot of people with like congestive heart disease will take. Um, Mm -hmm. I take it for my skin. I take it for my skin. Okay. So I used to get these really uh, large cystic hormonal breakouts. Even, uh, well, I've been on it since before chemo, so I don't know, but like uh, it, how my aromatase inhibitor would affect my skin, and I'm not willing to find out. So I've been on this mm. for years, and before that, I went to dermatologists. They didn't know how to help me. They gave me topicals that didn't work. One dermatologist oh, yeah. put me on an antibiotic, which just ripped my stomach apart and did nothing for my skin. And then finally, I went to a dermatologist who said, you are having hormonal breakouts. You need spironolactone. And 50 milligrams is a a very low dose. And in that dose, basically, it just helps to prevent hormonal breakouts. And I'm telling you, I get one maybe once a year at the most. Wow. At the most. My skin is so clear and the stress the stress of having a a breakout that like big old cystic zit that has no head on it there's nothing you can do it's just going to be wildly painful and red and leave us like i don't have that added stress anymore that's good it it is anything you can do to to lower your stress because guess what else causes cancer (laughs) we think Hmm. possibly Stress. I'm sure of it. I, yeah, it's probably a pretty good indicator. Mm-hmm. Stress kills wow. people. Do what you got to do. Better living through chemicals. No joke. So <laughs> those are legit all of the medications I take right now. To this list, I have recently, as of this morning, added, uh, mm. I just ordered online uh, some supplements. And here's a good place to remind people that supplements unlike over-the-counter medications or prescription medications supplements are not regulated by the fda there is no regulatory body to make sure your supplement uh a contains the mineral or vitamin or whatever that it says it contains and also two that it does not contain sometimes very harmful chemicals to include pesticides and poisons, mm-hmm. okay? 
And there's plenty of articles and information out about that. So when I look at, I have not been taking supplements because of my concern over what it can contain. However, I did, after talking to my oncologist and being told that my bones Mm -hmm. are very brittle, uh, according to my most recent DEXA scan, (laughs) I have tiny bird bones that are basically hollow. I need to be taking... I need to be taking calcium, apparently, and I need yeah. to be doing weight-bearing exercises. And can I just tell mm. you, I fucking hate being told that I have to exercise. I hate it so much that since he told me that a week ago, I literally have not exercised. Who is who? Who? Who is that for? Yeah. Who am I trying to like piss off with that? It's 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 a detriment to me. Yeah, but I'm just like I'll show you. I don't have to exercise. Like, wh- where's that? What? Why am I a rebellious teenager? I don't understand this at all. Uh, but I need to sort my shit out. And the and the first step to doing that is getting myself a calcium supplement. Uh, number one, a calcium okay. supplement without vitamin D is worthless to you because your body cannot absorb yes. calcium without vitamin D. Number two, nope. Get it from a reputable company. I don't know mm-hmm. how to tell you. What is reputable? What I will say is Sephora sells hum. Sephora, I know, I know, I'm I'm as sad as you are that this is my prerequisite to buying a supplement and trusting a company selling supplements. But hum is a supplement uh, company. They have pills and gummies. I have their, uh, I actually do have a supplement from them. It's called Calm Sweet Calm. It has a new name now, but I have the older version, Calm Sweet Calm, and it's a gummy, uh, not the fun kind. Again, I'd love to try, uh, but it it has like something in it that's supposed to like help you feel calmer. And I don't know if it works or if it's a placebo effect. Either way, it helps, and I'm not questioning it. But Hum H U M, they're based out of Los Angeles, California, and I feel like they're bougie enough and expensive enough to be real. So. And actually, their calcium supplement is one of the only ones that isn't sold on Sephora because the target audience for Sephora is not postmenopausal women, unfortunately. Um, so I had to go to their website, but they do have a, like a prescrip- uh, a subscription program, which makes it cheaper if you just say, sign me up and send me a bottle of this every month. And so I did that. Huh. So I got their, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's the silver bottle, obviously, to denote that I am old. Um, and it's hum and it's, uh, calcium plus vitamin D. And then I also got some fish oil, some omega threes. Yeah. Because that sounds like a good idea for me. So I'm doing supplements now because I'm old, uh, and I'm not, I'm not ashamed. Okay. I'm not ashamed of it. All right. I'll do the supplements if I want. And I think I'm not getting poisoned. I think these might actually contain what I think they contain. Also, I need to exercise, but that's not what we're talking about today. Anyway, mm. so that is my full drug regimen. Uh, Lauren, I, I didn't. Yes. I, I, your regimen looks very interesting, and I just, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. read what you've put here uh, in the notes that you definitely wrote from that are right. from you. So daily, sure. Um, so mm-hmm. it looks like you wake up and you smoke a bunch of weed first in the in the morning. So it's like a wake and bake situation. It looks like, oh. um, and then at night you chill Certainly. out. Yeah, you chill out with some high quality LSD and you trip balls until it's lights out. Which 
lifestyle. Both of those go very well with my lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, hey, mama's got to get her eight hours. Am I right? And oh if tripping balls helps you to get there, like a no notes, girl, I am fully supportive <laughs> of both of these trips you're taking daily. So I don't think that I would be functional at all if that was actually my regimen. <laughs> I know, but I wish that it was because I, I want these things for you. What? Why? I don't know. They seem fun. Um, oh, okay. That just seems like, you know, I am like, I love to feel productive. And I, I think know. neither of those things would make me feel productive. Really? I would probably be on the couch all day. And uh, then see, that's what I want my... for you, though. I want you but on the couch. Why? There is a type of weed that you can take that like is more of a productive strain. And then there's a, the other strain, another strain that like okay. makes you feel more relaxed, like the potato. You feel like a potato. I I well, um, we're, we'll talk about the drugs we want to do next. But why don't you walk us through the the drugs you actually do take? Because um, okay, you don't actually wake up and and no, get I high, don't. and you don't use LSD. No. Uh, in the no. evenings, contrary I to, do, I don't know why you um, wrote that down, but uh, that's not true. I know it's not true. So stop trying to be I cool. I work at a place that drug tests. Um, uh, uh huh. So wow. uh, what squares? Even if I wanted to do either of those, it is certainly not worth losing my employment over. Uh, so um, not not gonna go that way. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I do. Um, so I. I have started some new supplements and it's so funny that you were talking about calcium with vitamin D because really? that is a, such a strange, um, thing that I actually took a course. I believe it was in high school okay. where I learned that. And I don't know why that just stuck with me, but I, that's something that I've always remembered. Yeah. So, um, now I don't have a bougie, um, calcium brand so i um well i know bougie come now it's like ten dollars a month for this bottle <laughs> okay i mean hey like i mean i i'm just at the you know corner uh what brand family store what brand it's like nature nature's own or um sounds legit i can't even remember sounds if fine if that's the I'm you not going to lie. Else? It might be a different kind every time I've bought it. Sure. Why not? If you know what else? Possible. Uh, I think if if Whole Foods, if like a bougie mm -hmm. grocery store sells it, it's probably okay. Again, this is not advice. I'm pulling this out of my ass. This is my perception. Right. So I've had to, um, I've been recommended to start taking magnesium Although there are Why? a lot of like upset stomach issues that go along with magnesium. Although really? I do know that there are certain types of magnesium. So I'm doing a little bit more research before I start that because I'm just, I don't have time in my day to either be sitting on the toilet or feeling nauseous all day. Magnesium yeah. is not just magnesium. No. There's different kinds. The same with calcium. Yeah. So yeah. specifically the kind of calcium you want to take if you're building bone, is calcium citrate. Right. So probably should have. But again, you need to talk to your doctor or your and and your pharmacist before you start right. taking these things. Okay. So yeah. don't 
this is not a substitute for that information. No. Like, we're leaving shit out. You guys know that you can go to your pharmacist and ask questions about those things. And they are such a wealth of resources. They're so smart. Do you know that your pharmacist has a doctorate? Your pharmacist went through as much, if not more, school as your doctor did. Okay? And did a full residency. And did a, a fellowship. Specifically in medications. These people are whip smart, highly specialized. They're amazing. Yes. So use them. They're a resource for you. Absolutely. Um, So I don't take any medications during the day um, on a regular, except for a um, supplement. But at night I am taking, um, oh, I have it. I actually pulled it up. Oh, I want to, I want to hear this. Okay, I have to take um, amitriptyline. It is considered oh. a it is considered a um, antidepressant, mm-hmm. and I started taking this medication oddly enough to help treat my migraines. Really? Yes, wow. I take a very light dose. Mm-hmm. I take ten milligrams, and I take it at night and. Um, and we're trying it right now to see if it helps um, reduce the frequency of my migraines. Is it helping? So weird. What do you think? I, it's, I, I mean, I've only been taking it for like, okay, I'm not going to lie. My doctor did prescribe it and then I was nervous about it. So I'm, I was so scared. I'm scared about these drugs. Why okay, so are I've we scared? Some- of these very old vetted antidepressants and anxiolytics because I share that I share that fear yes I do but I what is that fear is it stigma is it I think it's for me it's just like the number of drugs that I took during treatment and yeah just remembering like how shitty I felt and I'm like, I knew I had to take this, these meds and all the names of them was a blur, yeah, you know, like, yeah. you know, like your pill box was huge yeah. and you're like, oh, I remember that. and, and they were labeled like, Hey, if you feel like shit or if you're shitting too much, if you're shitting too much, if you're not one. shitting enough, if you're nauseated, yeah. but if you take this for nausea, yeah. you're going to get constipated. So yeah. also take this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one makes you hungry, I, but if you eat, you're going to shit your brains out. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. There's I, I a don't lot know, of I don't know if it's necessarily for me the type of drug. It was it's just like another prescription. Okay. So maybe that's it for me. Um I was I was nervous and then I you know, I was having migraines like two a week, three a week. That's and too much. when I get migraines, I'm vomiting. So I'm like Yeah. <laughs> I just can't function and I have a family and a job and I was I was I was having to leave work because I was sick I couldn't make dinner for my family because I couldn't get out of bed and I finally was like okay I'm gonna take the damn medicine (laughs) so um before I hit my five-year um mark post uh all my cancer treatment I was taking tamoxifen every day yeah talk about that 
I hated tamoxifen and, um, and actually my, um, my oncologist recently said, maybe we need to put you back on tamoxifen. Oh no, honey. No. I remember, do you know what I remember? Is I remember going out with you like earlier in our friendship, right? We're still kind of like learning about each other, feeling each other out. And we met at Uchiko for happy hour. Yeah. Do you remember that? You looked yes. so good. You were like in this like dress uh, with this like sweetheart neckline. It looked so good. Anyway, we were sitting there and you were like, I'm supposed to be taking tamoxifen, but I stopped. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I was like, I can. I can make an informed decision and I can stop if I want to. I don't have to do anything. I can just decide what I'm going to do. Like that blew my mind. And you were just like, I remember you saying you felt like a shell of yourself. Oh, it's terrible. And you were like, it, it's not worth it to live this way. Any, anybody who takes this medication and it works for you and, it, and you are going through it and you're good with that, more props to you. I just, I physically could not function. And I was, yeah, I had no feelings. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, and then I would get angry. You know, I had like a really short, not temper, but just like, um, tolerance, you know? Yes. Like just for anything. But I, I literally felt like I was a hollow shell. That's really what I felt like. Yeah. And um, tamoxifen is an estrogen modulator. Yeah. It can treat breast cancer. It can also prevent breast cancer in women at high risk of developing it. Which is why my doc recently, um, because we found a spot on my thyroid, maybe that kind of got her like, Maybe we need to put you back on tamoxifen. I know. And I was like, but maybe not, right? How about but we just also think about that? Maybe no. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't have, remember, I don't have a uterus. Okay. Right. And my ovaries are practically shriveled raisins. Right. So let's just, <laughs> let's just go there and remember like, the amount of estrogen in my body at this point, even though I'm not taking any kind of like estrogen um, blocker, yeah, is probably very, very minimal. Yeah. Um, so I'm really hopeful that she backs down from that suggestion. I am too. Um, mm-hmm. But for my migraines, I do have to take a a variety of medications when they happen. Um, and one of them being Zofran, I must always have a Zofran when I start to get a migraine because I will be over the toilet. Yeah. I bet I that's don't. not triggering. No, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Cause Zofran is no. definitely in the, I am getting active chemo kit. Oh yeah. 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 All the time. And if you still feel nauseous, I remember my doctor telling me, um, like, cause when I took the prescribed amount and I was, and it says to wait a certain number of hours before taking another one, they were like, that does not apply to cancer patients. Right. Right. I was like, really? Oh, okay. Yep. Good to know. Yep. Those are the only medications. Well, 
right now, just the amitriptyline. And then of course my migraine medication, like I take Imitrex, yeah. um, Nurtec, but that, that's it for me. That's it for you. And a melatonin. I was going to say, do you take melatonin? Because yeah, melatonin, that's a great little, uh, that's a great little supplement when it works. It really, really, really works. Yeah. Now, what are the drugs that you want to try? And I'll start mm. first. I have never okay. been properly high. Oh. Never. When I was getting chemo, my, my, mm, a person. Okay. To which I am familiar, uh, brought me some like weed in a form that I could eat. And I, and it either wasn't like dosed correctly or I took too much or something, but it just made me feel it was the only time that I've done weed in any form. And that's, <laughs> I understand that that's not the flex. I think it is, but um, it just made me so dizzy and I had to lay down. And I didn't like it at all. So I think I just didn't yeah. get the right dose. I didn't get the right kind. I want to be good and properly high. Mm. And because, okay. as you mentioned, I work in a hospital, I am a nurse, even though weed is very legal where I am, like very legal. Like there are head shops all over and they are experts and they will give you exactly what you need in the right dose and, and tell you how to take it. It is like an art around here. Um, I, I would prefer that all day from like the street, whatever. Yeah. Don't get your weed from like, the street people. Like, mm. Get it from a good head shop. Get it from a reputable source. If Sephora sells it, you know it's good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> can I tell you something? I cannot wait for the day where you can get weed from Sephora. Okay. Let me tell you something. I have had so, so I've been working in hospitals a very, very long time, 11 years, right? And in those 11 years, from med surge to ICU to now the ED, we test people's urine for a litany of drugs, right? Mm -hmm. I have never, never had someone come in because they were wilded out on their of their gourd by weed. Now, I've had some people walk in the front door who there is a an issue with people who do you know why you haven't had those people why? because they're still on their couch because they're at home safe no and one they're does, eating their pizza no one does a shit ton of weed and gets behind the wheel of a car and crashes into five other cars that doesn't no, happen they park that doesn't happen <laughs> they're sitting in they're, park. they're pulled off on the side of the road they're in park they're going 35 on the highway like it's it's not it's not happening it's not in my anecdotal experience it's not happening. You can get hyperemesis from like a regular cannabis use. There are people who develop a disorder where suddenly weed makes them throw up a bunch. And in that case, you have to stop doing it. And that's really unfortunate mm. because it's very helpful for a lot of people. However, let me tell you, alcohol will make you do stupid shit amphetamines mm. will make you do stupid shit. Fentanyl will make oh, you do yeah. stupid shit. K2 will make you do stupid shit. Weed. Uh, and die. Weed just makes you chill as fuck. So, that being said, I it is my goal to get good and properly high one day. Um, and I can't wait. Also, other thing I want to do, psilocybin. 
Okay. And for the uninformed, <laughs> that is magic mushrooms. I want to trip balls. I want to rewire my brain. I want to stop grinding my teeth. Do you know that, that they're doing studies on psilocybin and these other hallucinogenics that are rewiring people's brains? People are being cured of depression, of anxiety, PTSD, all the work they're doing, especially with veterans around like guided imagery and in conjunction with a therapist and a pharmacist or healthcare worker and, and administering, I'm not talking about going to a festival and like getting magic Uh, mushrooms from some guy, you know, in a Ziploc bag. I'm talking about like actual studies that were, don't do that. That were started. Please don't do that. Or, you know, live your life, whatever. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) I'll see you in the emergency room. I'll try my best. I hope you don't die. Um, but like, there are these drugs that are illegal that are helping people out so much. And and there's such a, a nuanced, important discussion that needs to happen there. And I hope it does. Because outside of me wanting to get high as fuck for my own recreational purposes, it would be really great if I could find a therapist and take a drug and emerge on the other side of an elaborate trip feeling less <laughs> anxious about the constant nagging feeling that I'm going to die. I would love to be able to let go of that. Some of the trauma, some of the PTSD that we all have from a cancer diagnosis, it would just be, it almost seems like unattainable and unreal to think that that would be possible. Mm. And they're doing studies and they're, and they're showing results that say that it, that it could be. So, Hmm. I would really like to try that. What are some drugs you want to try? I have no such desire. What? Yes. Come on. No. No, no, no. Come on. I, I, Girl, I know no, you've I'm, been high. I have. I know you've I been have high. no such desire. I absolutely love i'm a control freak i love to be in control of my thoughts my moves that's that's why i want to do these drugs i want to let go of that no i absolutely love it it's my favorite it's my favorite too so happy but there are times when i just want to let go you know there's been very few times in my life where i've got good and properly drunk okay and i've really enjoyed that so I mean, I don't know. And maybe for me, like, I feel very, like, zen with meditation and, mm. um, and like, being out in nature. Like, that yeah. is so – like, I've told you, like, I go outside and I lay yes. on the ground and I look at clouds. Like, I fe- – and just, like – listen to the mm-hmm. the leaves rustle with the wind yes. and it's so imagine being out in nature <laughs> and being able to feel all of the colors being able to taste okay. the trees being able we're not gonna say that lauren like... has not already <laughs> <laughs> been able to it. taste yeah, the lauren. trees yeah. i am not going to you get out there, you taste to. nature. You taste it. <laughs> In conclusion, drugs, we're all on them. 
Maybe you should get some, I don't know, talk to your doctor. Don't listen to us. Or your pharmacist. Or your pharmacist. pharmacist. Oh my God, talk to your pharmacist. Oh my gosh. Shoot us an email, breastcancerisboring at gmail.com. DM us at breastcancerisboring on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Better living through chemicals. We love you. Bye. (laughs) I love how you make a heart on a podcast. Mm -hmm. I think they can feel (laughs) it. Because they can hear my heart. They can hear your heart. You can hear it. They can feel it. It's coming through. It's absolutely coming through. I believe that.